Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sirah, and much more. والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الكريم والحمد لله رب العالمين حمد الشاكرين رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Dear brothers and sisters wherever you might be إن شاء الله tonight I will touch on an issue a very sensitive issue in Islam and in Ramadan as well it's true that we always look at Ramadan as a month of the Quran. It's the month of victories, as we talked about previously. And it's the month of Ihsan, doing the best of the best of you, what you can do. Uh, it's the month of giving. The Prophet ﷺ was reported to have always been generous, always be, always giving whatever he has, but in Ramadan. He would be like, according to Aisha radiallahu anha, like a rih al-mursal, like a wind that's continuously blowing and moving fast, which brings its goodies and its favors upon all the people. So that's the characteristics of Ramadan. And we said it's also the month of taqwa. That's where the fabrication of taqwa takes, pla- takes place in the heart of the Muslim, the heart of the person who is, who is fasting during this whole day to Allah Azza wa Jal. So this is the month of Ramadan. So it's the month that where you, you, you give, you give your zakah, you give your charity, you give your zakat al-fatr at the end, uh, you prepare yourself, you prepare your taqwa so you can meet your your tasks and your dues to Allah Azza wa Jal. Uh, it's the month that allows you, that gives you the energy so you can achieve the best of the best and you can achieve the victory. But at this point, especially when we talk about the giving, let's see how Allah Azza wa Jal puts things in perspective. Because sometimes, uh, unless you put things in perspective and you see the priorities and the order in which things and tasks and values uh, are ordered by Allah Azza wa Jal, you might miss the point or we might miss the point. And here I want to quote an ayah from the Quran Kareem where Allah Azza wa Jal talks about this priorities and the, the, the order of levels or values where he says الذين آمنوا وهاجروا وجاهدوا في سبيل الله بأموالهم وأنفسهم أعظم درجة عند الله وأولئك هم الفائزون the ones who first believe that's believe then they make hijra هاجروا and I will explain this what exactly is meant here وجاهدوا في سبيل الله and they fight in the cause of Allah Azza wa Jal so that the path of Allah becomes the one and only path. The, 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 order, the word and the order of Allah becomes the one with the highest level. Jahadu bi'amwalihim, bi'amwalihim, with their own money. Wa'anfusihim, see the, the money first, then the second comes the nafs, the souls, with their own money and wealth and with their own life. A'adhamu daraja, 
those are those are the ones who have the greatest degree with Allah Azawajal, or in the eyes of Allah Azawajal, the way Allah Azawajal puts things in order, let's say sort them out, sort who is who are the ones with the highest degree, who are the ones with the highest value, who are the ones with the highest reward, uh, as far as Allah Azawajal is concerned, who are the successors, yes of course the payment, you need to pay, but here the payment and the contribution uh, and the the what we call the charity as-sadaqat because the word charity sometimes it's a very soft term but al-infaq fi sabilillah to spend in the cause of Allah azawajal is yet has yet a, 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 a better under or a wider understanding a different flavor in fact it's had a different degree with Allah azawajal the ones who believe the ones who make hijrah to Allah azawajal and the one who make jihad these are the three the three criteria for the uh, the to deliver whatever Allah Azzawajal want you to deliver number one the, the Iman of course without the Iman nothing counts no matter how good or, uh, or bad no matter how much you give or how much you, you don't give no matter how much you uh, sacrifice or not without Iman that's not going to work because Allah Azzawajal needs number one the absolute Iman in Allah Azzawajal as, as the one and only one God that is the uh, oneness of Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah is unique, is one, no second to him. Allah is the uh, creator. Allah is the Rabb. He is the Lord of the worlds. He is the God, the one who is to be worshipped, the Rabb who has to be followed and obeyed in all occasions. So that's number one. That's a base. Without it, without it is uh, 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 nothing will work. Not, as far as Allah Azza wa Jal is concerned, you may do all types of, of things in this world. They may count and they may uh, be uh, highly valued by all worldly uh, matters, by the uh, Dow Jones, by the Nasdaq, by the all types of indexes you have. You may have, you have all types of indexes today to to uh, evaluate or to sort or to order uh, things which has the highest value, which is the lowest value, which has the highest stock price, which is the lowest stock price. You have all types of uh, different uh, ways of ordering things but Allah has his own way and that's what counts because at the end of the day you need what Allah says what his criteria are for the success for the absolute success so the Iman number one number two the Hijrah and Al-Hijrah the Hijrah is not simply to move from your town to another town the Hijrah is a term in Islam it's just like any terminology when you talk about terms socialism is a term capitalism is a term democracy is a term uh, hijra is a term and hijra is a term it's a terminology and hijra means the motion that the prophet وسلم, and his companions took that move which they have done which they have uh, taken uh, from mecca to medina in order to establish a state for islam a governance order, if you will, an order by which Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and his Sahaba can rule with the rules of Allah azza wa jal. It's an order where Islam can become a real, a reality of life, where Islam becomes uh, not only the dominant but becomes the one and only one constitution, law, regulation that is recognized in a society. That's what Hijra is. الذين آمروا وهاجروا هاجروا means the ones who were able to build 
a state for the Muslims where this state now can have an army, can have a judicial system, it has can a system for financial, for money distribution, for wealth distribution, to make sure that poverty is uh, eliminated altogether, where the charity is no longer uh, uh, is no longer a piece of activity that you make, whether based on your own desire or not. It has a, a, a program, it has a, a system, if you will, like the zakah. In fact, the zakah, which and that's part, that's one form of the charity, which is a must. So you have no option not to pay or not to pay zakah because the, the ayah says, خُذْ مِنْ أَمْوَالِهِمْ صَدَقَةً Take out of your money a sadaqah. And the word charity, as I said, it's too soft to use here. I would just in, insist on using the word sadaqah. خُذْ مِنْ أَمْوَالِهِمْ صَدَقَةً Sadaqah is a derivative of the word sadq and tasdiq. Uh, the uh, approval of the fact that we are Muslims, we believe in Allah Azza wa Jal, and Allah Azza wa Jal is our God, and we do whatever He wants us to do. So that's a sadaqah. So it's a derivative from this verb sadaqah, sadaqatan. So sadaqah means he says the truth, he does the truth, he makes the truth. So that's a different, uh, it has a different flavor from the word charity, although we do accept the translation, that's fine. That's not a big deal. But the hijrah, the hijrah from Mecca to Medina is what made the contribution of the wealth of a Muslim to the uh, welfare or to the, to the uh, well-being of the society is an obligation. Is an obligation. It's not. Uh, uh, it's not a matter of uh, uh, I like it or I don't like it or I want to do more or less. There is uh, Allah Azza wa Jal says, "والذين في أموالهم حق معلوم." There is a well-defined value within your wealth that belongs to the to other type of people who need it, the ones who are deprived, which is the the, the poor. So the state now, uh, which was established after the Hijra was able was able to make sure that the wealth that has been accumulated in the hands of Muslims, whether through uh, investment, whether through exploration of uh, minerals and resources in the in the in the ground, whether it comes through the bounties uh, uh, that come out of the uh, wars and battles with the with the, with the non-Muslims, all of this wealth eventually, uh, uh, comes in the hand of the state which finds a way to make sure it reaches the people who need it the most, which means the, the elimination of poverty. So here, the issue is not only for me to pay something so that I, uh, uh, I contribute uh, personally to the well-being of the society, but it is a well-systemic type of activities that the state takes after the hijrah, uh, after building the state, so that we can achieve and we can perform our uh, our tasks. So this is number one, iman. Number two, the hijrah. You build uh, a state. You build an entity where Islam is the rule. Islam is the constitution. Islam is the uh, law of the land. Number three, So you you stand up. You stand up for the, uh, the the prominence of this da'wah of Islam, for the propagation of this da'wah of Islam, for the propagation of the rules of Islam and the justice of Islam uh, and the fairness of Islam. 
so that the rest of the people in the world can enjoy can enjoy those things that Allah had revealed to Muhammad وسلم, and therefore bestowed the message upon us as an ummah or Muslims. So those are the things that uh, uh, constitute the, the, the basis and the structure of an entire state, if you will. Iman, number one, which is the foundation of belief and whatever comes with this belief with all the values. Number two is to make sure that you build your unit of Islam so that you can practice Islam, so that you, you can show this model of Islam, how it works, how it eliminates poverty, how it eliminates the poor to the instant or to the extent that when Umar bin Abdul Aziz, uh, uh, about 50 or 60 years after the, 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 the rise of Islam, when uh, he becomes a Khalifa during his time, where he says, now, now, we can distribute and throw the, 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 the seeds and the wheat and the grain on the mountains so that the birds will never go hungry in the lands of Muslims. Not only people will have enough to eat and to survive on, but birds and animals would have something to eat. It's the time when even the collected zakah of the people will not find any poor person who is left poor without being able to take care of his or her needs to be able to take the zakah. So the zakah comes back to the Baytul Mal al-Muslimin waiting for some other occasions where some disasters or catastrophes may happen or pandemics or whatever that people may need the money. So this is the, 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 the rules of Islam when they become, when Islam becomes dominant. And then once that's done, we say, وَجَاهَدُوا How do the jihad fi sabilillah? Your wealth, number one. جَاهَدُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ بِأَمْوَالِهِمْ وَأَنفُسِهِمْ And that's the greatest degree. That's the highest degree. That's the highest level. And Ramadan, when we live Ramadan, Ramadan, with the taqwa being built and the uh, being conscious with Allah Azza wa Jal and reading the Quran, um, especially last night, which uh, uh, mostly uh, is uh, reported as being the night of Qadr, Laylatul Qadr, where people try to finish up the entire Quran where we read and read and read many of these ayahs which have the same thing uh, believe and make hijrah and make jihad in the cause of Allah with your own wealth and then with your own self and, and souls all of this now puts us uh, uh, in front of our responsibilities and that puts me face to face with what's happening in the Aqsa Mosque. Because if I sit here and talk theories and talk what is what is this brother talking about jihad and hijrah and etc. Look, in Al-Aqsa we have seen how the Muslims were taken out of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa while they were praying. How the Muslims, one of the Muslims when he was praying in the, in the outskirts of Al-Aqsa, he was kicked by the foot of a soldier, and a Jewish soldier, who is equipped with all types of weapons, and the person was bowing and kneeling down to Allah Azza wa Jal in the sujood. Now, now here, it comes the issue, how come the Muslims are not able to contribute, to contribute to the defense of Al-Aqsa, or, or to, the defend, to defend the people who are dying inside the Aqsa? In fact, I want to emphasize, brothers, the issue here is not the sacredness of the building of Al-Aqsa. 
after all, Al-Kaaba, Al-Kaaba is more sacred than Al-Aqsa. It's the first house which is built for Allah Azza wa Jal in the awwal baytin. The first house which was built uh, or established for worshipping Allah Azza wa Jal, is the one in Mecca, Mubarakan. It's the one that's blessed with Allah Azza wa Jal. But nevertheless, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was pointing a finger to that Kaaba and saying, I know how great you are. I know how sacred you are. I know how, how uh, beautiful your smell is. مَا أَطْيَبَكِ مَا أَعْظَمَكِ وَمَا أَعْظَمَ حُرْمَتَكِ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ وَمَا أَطْيَبَكِ وَمَا أَطْيَبَ رِيحَكِ You are so beautiful. وَلَدَمُ الْمُسْلِمُ But the blood of a Muslim is more sacred than you are. The Damul Muslim, when the blood of a Muslim is is uh, is spilled on the ground by by a Jewish uh, equipped with all types of arms and supported by all types of international coalitions and by regional countries like in uh, by by Egypt, by Jordan, by Lebanon, by Emirates, by uh, by Bahrain, by Oman, by Morocco, by by supported and and approved by all of these uh, uh, type of governments. That is, uh, uh, and and you people and we the Muslims we stand still, having no more than a dua that we can raise to Allah to uh, our hands to Allah Azza wa Jal. Oh Allah, protect these people. That's not how Allah Azza wa Jal wanted us to be. He said, look, the ones who were really with the highest degree, the ones who were able to prove their belief, their iman in Allah Azza wa Jal, and to build upon that iman a hijrah from converting because the hijrah coming back to another to the real term the hijrah is the convert converting a, a place a state a society from being non-islamic or ruled by un-islamic laws and rules where the sovereignty does not belong to islam convert that convert that entity to a place where the sovereignty belongs to islam and the sovereignty means in this case means the constitution the laws, the regulations, the financials, the socials, the system of values, the education, the economy, all of these are under Islam and led by Islam and produced by Islam and emanate from the rules of Islam, from the Quran and the Sunnah. That's that's the hijrah. So to, to be able to convert an entity, an enti- now, now entities, I, I don't want to be abstract. When I say entities, it means Pakistan, it means Bangladesh, it means Turkey, it means Jordan, it means Syria, it means Egypt, it means Iraq, it means Saudi Arabia, it means Qatar, it means Bahrain, it means uh, Egypt, Sudan, Tunis, Morocco, Malaysia, Malaysia. Uh, and I keep counting, I don't want to count 54 uh, uh, entities in the Muslim world where should be converted in a hijra manner. Now the hijra is, does not really mean a physical motion. I don't have to move from my village to another village. From a state to another state, it's the conversion process where you convert a non-Islamic entity to an Islamic entity where the sovereignty belongs to Allah Azza wa Jal, where in illa lillah becomes the hukum, all of the hukum, the ruling becomes to Allah Azza wa Jal. Where the the the, the ayah fala la yu'minun, they will never be called a believer because the, the iman should be followed by followed by until they make you rule within themselves, within with all the, the, the relations that happen between the people, they have to uh, to accept 
the rules of Islam and all of these. That is the essence of the hijrah. So the first iman, the first criterion, and if you don't follow this up with a hijrah, with a conversion process, where the rules becomes to Allah Azza wa Jal, then the first task or the first the property, if you will, can be even under suspicion. Because the ayah says, فَلَا وَرَبِّكَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ oh, I'm not going to consider you believers. This is Allah saying, until and unless you, you approve and you accept and you make the rule of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and what was revealed to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the one and only one rule to them. حَتَّى يُحَكِّمُكُمْ فِيمَا شَجَرَ بَيْنَهُمْ ثُمَّ لَا يَجْدُوا فِي أَنفُسِهِمْ حَرَجٍ And they will never find something bad or some, some uh, uh, heart burn in their hearts. Uh, because of this rule and they will completely submit to the rules of Allah and once this is done it's not over there is the jihad and the jihad there, there, there will be many many reasons I'm not going to talk about the jihad today of spreading Islam, the Islamic rules and the wonders of Islam which everybody in the world wants uh, uh, whether it's in China or Latin America or America or Russia or, or Japan or this. I'm not going to, to, to go there yet. But today the Muslims themselves, they need the protection. They need the help. They need the jihad. In fact, Allah Azza wa Jal clearly says in Surah Al-Nisa' وَمَا لَكُمْ لَا تُقَاتِلُونَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ Why don't you fulfill the order and the task of fight and the jihad in the cause of Allah Azza wa Jal, why don't you stand up to the cause, which cause? In this ayah which I am referring to, is not talking about the what we call it, the spreading the ideas and the ideology. And some people will say, oh, are you brother saying that you want to spread Islam with the sword? Look, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that, look at America, when they say we, can, we are ready to fight anywhere in the world to make sure that democracy is there. What is democracy? It's an idea. It's a bad idea. It's a, it's a rotten idea. It's a fake idea. And they said we are willing to fight with all the power we have, the nuclear arsenal, in order to make sure that democracy is the law of the land in many places in the world. And you are talking to me about Islam. Islam, the, the deen that Allah Azza wa Jal revealed, the justice that he revealed, the laws which have no bias whatsoever. I'm not even going there. I'm now talking about وَالْمُسْتَضْعَفِينَ مِنَ الرِّجَالِ وَالنِّسَاءِ وَالْوِلْدَانِ الَّذِينَ يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَا أَخْرِجْنَا مِنْ هَذِهِ الْقَرِيَةِ الظَّالِمِ أَهْلُهَا Where the men, the women, the, 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 the children are crying out, Oh Allah, help us get out of this land, there is lots of oppression, lots of oppression, lots of atrocities, lots of persecutions happening in the masjid, in the Quds, protect us, raising their hands. I saw the video coming from the, the people who were in Surah Al-Fajr, crying to Allah Azza wa Jal, raising their hands, oh Allah, we need the help, oh Allah, we need, we need to be relieved from all of these atrocities committed by the Jews in, in, in Palestine. And Allah now is saying, why are you sitting down and not going to help? 
Why are you not raising the arm? Why are you not using your tanks that you bought with billions of dollars? Why you are not using the so-called the nuclear arsenal in Iran or in Pakistan? Pakistan says, I am a nuclear country. It has more soldiers than all the Muslim world in Pakistan. Turkey has bought with hundreds of billions of dollars the, C4, the S-400 uh, from, from Russia and the F-35 from America, from America. What are these for? What are these army for? Why you are not standing up to the cause that Allah Azza wa Jal wants you to follow? You cannot today, I, and, 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 and I'm pointing a finger to myself and to the rest of the Muslim Ummah, we are unable to complete this verse. We can read it. All of 1.5 billion people or more during this month went through this ayah. Today we cannot do that. Yes, I can take some money, a few dollars, and go to the street and find someone who needs it and say, take this money. It's my zakah. It's my sadaq. Are you kidding? Is this what's needed today? When the Aqsa is being tortured, destroyed, and the people killed there, and the blood of a Muslim spilled right there, right there, inside the masjid? Is that what the sadaqa for? Is my sadaqa today? I'm not saying that Allah will, Allah will accept whatever he wants. He, he is Allah. He is God. He is Rabb. He may accept my sadaqa, your sadaqa as individuals. But we're talking about an ummah now. I'm not talking about Abu Talha or Faizan or Ali or Umar or uh, uh, Abdullah or uh, Hassan or Hussein. Those individuals, practices, Allah Azza wa revealed this Islam. It does have its individual aspects. It's, it's true, it's a fact. But also there's an ummah part of it. And Ramadan, Ramadan is about an ummah. Ramadan is not about individuals. Although a psalm itself, a psalm is individual. My psalm, basically, is individual. But Ramadan as a month is a month that unites the ummah. It's a month that reminds the ummah of the power of the Quran and the power of the Iman and the need for the taqwa and the ability to achieve victories in this month. That's what the month of Ramadan is about. And then the whole charity issue in Ramadan is to remind us of the fact that this ummah should be able to use its wealth, its wealth in order to protect the lives of the Muslims, number one, to protect the lands of Islam, number two, and to protect the entity of Islam whenever, where the, wherever the sovereignty of Islam is there. But unfortunately, with all grief, with all sadness, I am witnessing here. I will stand on the witness in front of Allah Azza wa And I will say, I will say, during the month of Ramadan, in this year, 2021, we as a Muslim ummah, we were unable, unable to stand up for the protection of our brothers and sisters in, in Al-Aqsa. Yeah, we were able to make dua. We were able to give charities here and there. But we were not able, we were not able to stand up to the level of the ayah you revealed 
الذين آمنوا وهاجروا وجاهدوا في سبيل الله بأموالهم وأنفسهم We failed to do that Because we have failed We have failed to prove our iman To prove our iman with the hukum With the rules that you revealed We have failed to use our iman To proceed with the next phase of making a hijrah, a conversion of at least one entity, at least one entity from an entity which is not ruled by Islam, where the sovereignty does not belong to Islam, to an entity where the sovereignty belongs to Islam. We fail. None. None. Not Saudi Arabia, not Iran, not Egypt, not Iraq, not Syria, not Pakistan, not Malaysia, not Bangladesh, not, not, none of them. None of them. We failed as an ummah. We have no entity. And because we have not been able to do that, that the second phase, then the third phase, which is the jihad that's needed to protect our Muslim men and women in Al-Aqsa, and not only in Al-Aqsa. Talk about Myanmar, talk about Rohingya, talk about Kashmir, talk about Libya, talk about Yemen, talk about... Come on, come on talk about... Millions of Muslims who are being persecuted on a daily basis, who are poor on a daily basis, who go hungry on a daily basis. We failed. We failed. Why did you fail? Oh, we stick to our belief. What do you mean you stick to your, your belief? Your belief, your belief in Iman. Allah Azza wa Jal is questioning that. He's que- it's not me. Allah is questioning when he says, فَلَا وَرَبِّكَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ Oh, by your Rabb, I am swearing by your Rabb, they will never be completely believer, believed. Their belief is not verified. This verifiability, it's not verified. I cannot verify it. I cannot testify it. I cannot put my stamp on it that this belief is valid. Until and unless they have the sovereignty that belongs to Islam, until you, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and after Muhammad is his sunnah, and the Quran that what he received becomes the ruler among you. We don't have that. We could not do that. Or we did not want to do that. Or we are afraid to do that. Or we are diluted. Or we would rather use democracy, secularism. These are better words, maybe. Civil state, we want to be civil in front, so we will be accepted by by Biden or Trump or Putin or Boris Johnson. Maybe we want to be accepted by them. Or maybe they can help us as Abbas is saying these days, and the Arab governments saying, oh, let's go to the United Nations. Let's talk to Britain and America. Maybe they can, they can push these Israelis and their soldiers out of Masjid al-Aqsa. Isn't this what Abbas was saying? Or even Erdogan? Or, or, or even Hamas? Or saying, we have been able to keep order on our borders, unfortunately. And the Quran talks about them they are looking for some kafirin to be their allies, to collaborate with them, to take protection. And Allah then says, What is that they are, they are looking for? They are looking for dignity, for power, for safety? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? You want America? To provide you the, 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 the dignity and the honor, to honor your 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 souls and your lives. But they are they, 
America is supplying this entity which is called Israel or the Jewish state with all types of power and arsenal. What is it that you want? Allah says, فَإِنَّ الْعِزَّةَ لِلَّهِ جَمِيعًا Al-Izza belongs to Allah only. All of it. All types of Izza only to Allah Azza wa Jal. These people will not give you anything. Keep running after them. Keep kissing their feet. Keep begging them. You lose more and more. The more you beg America or Russia or Britain or China or France or Germany or all of these entities, the more humiliated you be. How much humiliation you need more than the humiliation of a person who is being kicked on his head while he was bowing down in the prayer. How much more you can suffer? What more is humiliation as an ummah? Not that, that person has never been humiliated. He is raising the power of Islam more than the entire ummah. He's facing it with his own head. But the entire ummah is humiliated by the, by the scene of a person who is being evicted out of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa by a woman who has been evicted and she is drowned in a ship while she is being pushed out of Syria as a refugee to nowhere, to nowhere, somewhere in a boat. And the boat sinks and she dies with her children and her husband. The Ummah has failed that woman. The Ummah has failed that brother who was praying in Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. The Ummah had failed the Minimars when they were evicted and they were persecuted and killed in thousands. The Ummah had failed the Rohingya in China when they are being uh, uh, surrounded with one big wall and they have been in a big prison for so many decades. The Ummah had failed the almost 500 million Muslims who are termed as poor under poverty line or even under severe hunger. The Ummah had failed them. And we are kidding ourselves. We are so in, engraved or enclosed in, in a virtual fake happiness that, oh, I have some money. I gave a charity in Ramadan. And this one dollar I pay in Ramadan is equal to tens or twenties hasanat. MashaAllah. MashaAllah. And we think we get out, we celebrate. We're celebrating Eid coming out in a couple of days as if we had accomplished our tasks. Look, the task that you are, that we, I have to put myself in that we are, we are encompassed to do. And it's incumbent upon us. The task that we have to do, the real tasks, is not the fasting and the prayer. In fact, and we say, what oh, this brother is talking about? Look, what I'm talking about is the reality. Fasting and the praying, these are pillars. These are pillars for what? For the structure, for the building that you have to live in. These are the pillars. These are not the structure. That's what the hadith says. These are arkan, bunyal islamu. Bunyal islam. Islam is constructed upon, upon these. So these are not what is meant by Islam. These are the tools that Allah Azza wa Jal gave us. These are the skills that we have to acquire so that we can build Islam and live Islam. Islam is built upon these. So what is Islam? Islam is not the pillars. 
the pillars are important, are crucial, are critical. Without them, you cannot build the, 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 the structure. True. But if you continue to live on the pillar or by the pillar or under the pillar, you don't have a structure. And if you don't have a structure, you don't have the ceiling, you don't have the walls, you don't have the furniture, you don't have the windows, you don't have the doors, you don't, you don't have, you only have a pillar. Then the snakes are going to eat you. Then the heat is going to burn you. And the cold is going to freeze you. And all the walls are going to creep in and, and, uh, and harm you and grab your children and women. And that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Without the structure of Islam, without the state of Islam, without the hijrah to Islam, to, to making Islam, without all of these, and without the jihad, which is incumbent also, without all of these, look, look what's happening. Look what's happening in Al-Aqsa. This is only t- today, yesterday, day before yesterday, and tomorrow will happen. Look, what, look what's happening to the Muslims in Syria. Look what's happening in Yemen. Look what's, uh, oh, of course, you will say, oh, Yemen, there are new Muslims are killing one another. No! We are not the Muslims killing one another. These are all types of groups and governments and systems that are being uh, 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 infiltrated or controlled by all the world order and the world politics in order to make Yemen belong to this state or to that state. Yemenis are not fighting because they are Yemenis. Libyans are not fighting because they are Libyans. Libyans are fighting because the interest, the interest of the superpowers which have their ways to creep in because you have no structure to protect you. You don't have a state that protects you. You don't have an Islamic khilafah that protects you. Then America and Britain and France and Russia can come with all their types of agents and all the types of people and they can recruit you to fight your brother. So I don't accept the fact that, oh, Libya, Syria, uh, Yemen, all of these are Muslims fighting Muslims. What does this uh, uh, international order has to do with that? Forget international orders. This is the fact that we, the Muslims, have failed, have failed to build our structure with concrete walls, with concrete uh, 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 forces and power, where we take our resources in our hand. Our, the oil is our oil, the money is our money, the gold is our gold. The land is our land, and the sovereignty is our deen, is our Islam. Then, then you will look like the state that the Prophet ﷺ created in Medina, where no one was able to touch. You will look like the state that Mu'tasim was running, where one woman in Ankara, in Turkey, today what's called Turkey, was crying out for the Khalifa wa Mu'tasima. He comes out with a very big army to protect not only the honor of that woman but the honor of all women in the air. Then we will become a state like the state of Umar bin Khattab where whenever he says something the entire world will be shaking. Today whatever you are saying the entire world is laughing. So today I want to conclude with this Ramadan if it will do any good for us Besides the fasting that Allah Azza wa says, I cannot brag about my psalm because I don't even know whether Allah Azza wa what he is going to do with it. He says, Do whatever you want, it's yours, but a psalm is mine. 
I am the one who is going to rule with the psalm and I will make a decision on what you will get or not get for that psalm. So Ramadan should serve for us yet another thing. It's a reminder, it's a reminder of the tasks and the jobs and the duties and the obligations that we are yet to do. That we are yet to do. And this ayah that I recited, it makes no if and buts, no ambiguities. You have to do iman, which is a foundation for all your tasks. A hijrah, a hijrah, you must establish a structure of Islam, a state of Islam, a conversion to, to Darul Islam, a conversion to a state of Islam based on your iman, and then to prepare yourself strongly to struggle and fight and raise the jihad in the cause of Allah with all what you have, whether it's your money or your soul, whether it's your money or your soul. May Allah may Allah enable us, enable us to see, to see and understand al-haq and the truth as it is, and enable us to stand for it and to abide by it. May Allah enable us, all Muslims, to understand and see to it that without building our state, the Khilafah, upon our Iman, and moving that to start and launch and be ready to do the jihad in the cause of Allah May Allah enable us to see that and to stand up for that and to accomplish that. And we pray to Allah We pray to Allah to provide his victory, his support, his ultimate support for us so that we can rise up to the level where we deserve the victory from Allah so that our Aqsa Mosque be liberated so that all Muslim lands be liberated from the rules and the sovereignty of Kufr so that all occupied lands from Kashmir to Myanmar to Rohingya to Iraq to Afghanistan all to be liberated and come back to the sovereignty and to the power and to the state of Islam which will be inshallah created and we ask Allah may Allah enable us to free and liberate all Muslim lands from the rules that have been imposed upon Muslims for the last hundred years or more may Allah have his mercy upon us and forgive our greatest sins and replace our sins with hasanat and reward us with the best of what we have been doing wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh there are any questions from anybody from the brothers who are listening will be without the state the question without the state can we organize zakah without the state all types of organize all types of organizing zakah are individual methods uh, no matter how many people can participate in that but the uh, the real the real method of zakah is to be collected collected by the state and to be deposited in a special section in Beit al-Mal not in the general section of Beit al-Mal but special section 
Ubaytul Mal, which is uh, devoted for zakah, and then to be distributed to the eight branches uh, uh, mentioned and stated in the Quran about the zakah. Uh, otherwise, it all uh, boils down to an individual. Uh, now, individual zakah, uh, which means if I pay my zakah as an individual, I am done. As far as zakah is concerned, I've done my zakah. But still remains the burden, the burden of the collection of the zakah and the distribution of the zakah is still incumbent upon me, even though I have done my zakah. But there is the other duty, which is a general duty upon the ummah, which is done through the state. If that's not done, then I will take responsibility on that. And each, and no matter how much we pay as individual, still, because the hukum shari, there, there are two issues in the zakah. Number one is that as a Muslim, I have to, to get my zakah out, out of my money. 2.5% of my wealth, assuming the, I'm talking about uh, uh, monetary wealth. This is has to get out of my money. That's no longer mine. That's one hukum. The other hukum of zakah is for a state, an emir, a khalifa, an imam to collect the zakah and distribute it. That hukum is not being established. Uh, unfortunately, you will find uh, many who are thinking the charity and uh, petition will fix the issue of Palestine. Yes, it's unfortunate, uh, but it's it, uh, the, the reality is is obvious. Uh, look, the uh, Jewish state was not established by charity, by charity. Although the charity was used, the charity was to organize, to organize the power required to establish a state so the 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 jewish which is called the jewish fund so the jewish fund which was established back in the, the 19th century and and until today is was used to help building the state which is today called the state of israel which is the jewish state so today the charity charity of all the Muslims, individuals, as individuals, will not will not help Palestine a bit. Will not help Palestine a bit. What helps Palestine, what liberates Palestine and Al-Aqsa is a state with an army that is capable, capable of defeating the Jews and kicking out, evicting them out of Palestine. That's what helps. Anything else is not going to help. And that, of course, may need the, the, the uh, the zakah and the sadaqah and the charity to organize the ability of the Muslims to help the Muslims convert the the issue of hijrah which I talked about. The question Muslims uh, speakers talk about personal ibadah but refuse to talk about obligations such as establishing khilafah. Why is that? Are they ignorant or just scared? Either way is not acceptable. Being an ignorant is not acceptable from a scholar, or being scared is not acceptable uh, from a scholar. Uh, uh, yes, we we talk about ibadah. I just talked about the arkan, my salah, my psalm. Is uh, we have talked about that all, all the way through. But then there is yet the other obligation that allows the entire society to be protected and the blood of a Muslim to be protected. If you don't talk about that and you don't call the Muslims and organize the Muslims and organize work to do that, 
that's not going to, 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 to help at all, unfortunately. And we call upon the scholars, speakers, khatibs, uh, uh, whoever talks to public opinion of the Muslims to emphasize the fact that the Muslims, what they are lacking today is the ability to rule with Islam and to have the sovereignty of Islam and to have the will of Islam to govern the, the, the Muslim lands so that the jihad comes in in a proper manner. Now, I could see someone is making a note here in Arabic, Al-Jihad Madin, La Adlu Adil Wala Juru Jair. The hadith here, although it talks about continuity of jihad, it also it also it's an obligation upon the Ummah to keep the jihad alive all the time. To keep the jihad alive. It's an obligation. So the hadith is not talking about a, a statement of fact. So there is a jihad that's happening all the time. It will never disappear. But we know that the jihad that Allah Azza wa wants and he talks about is the jihad that is aimed and has the objective, which are the objectives which are defined by Islam. Number one, to make Kalimatullah al-Uliya, the word of Allah Azza wa is the supreme. Number two, is to protect the lives of, of the Muslims and the lands of the Muslims and the and the and the rights of Muslims and the and the well-being of Muslims. That one is not happening. That one is not happening. And since it's not happening, it's haram. So with the hadith saying the jihad shall not stop at any point of time. But what if it does stop? Just like the, the ayah which says, Allah will not will never allow the kuffar to have their way uh, 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 superior to the way of Muslims for them to be superior and supervisors and suppressors of Islam and the Muslims that means what what it does it happens happens that America has superiority over Saudi Arabia America has superiority over the, the Gulf states Britain has superiority over other states Russia has superiority and uh, uh, impact and uh, uh, overpowering the Muslims in, in Kazakhstan and in Chechnya, in, in uh, uh, the, the uh, Caucasia. Uh, so it happens. But the ayah, once we read this, it means that it shall never happen. And if it does, then you are in great sin. So al-jihad madi it means it must be there. You you should never be out of jihad. It doesn't mean that you there, there is always jihad. No, there is no jihad. There are many places there is no jihad. Today in Palestine, Palestine is being uh, occupied for more than 70 years. There is no jihad in Palestine. There are some skirmishes on the borders of Gaza. But there is no jihad in Palestine in, in Nasira or in Akka or in Haifa. There is no jihad there. There is no jihad on the border with Syria. There is no jihad on the border with, with Lebanon. There is no jihad for, for Myanmar. There is no jihad on the borders of Kashmir. It stopped. Pakistan stopped that completely. Stopped the fight. It was not even jihad. So it means we understand the hadith that it is absolutely not allowed to stop the jihad. And if it does, then the entire ummah falls in sin. Then the entire ummah falls in sin. In sin, exactly like what Allah will never allow, will never 
not will never allow it should never happen that the kuffar has the upper hand over the muslims but what's what if it happens the quran is wrong allah is not saying the truth what is the superiority that we have the upper hand in saudi arabia by by america or you are telling me america has no uh, power over saudi arabia come on that's not i mean no one in his own sense can can claim that I know there are many insane people who claim that, but one in his own Islamic sense will never say that. No one can tell me that America does not have a, a, a power over Egypt. No way. That's insanity. Islamic insanity. Or anti-Islamic insanity, I'm sorry. So that's what I mean by this. Now, you know, there could be, when it says, I could understand that there could be some forms of jihad scattered around the world here and there as a concept will never die the concept of jihad will never die it's in my brain it's in my heart it's in my mind it's in your mind it's in your heart it's in the hearts of all the people who are listening to me i know that for sure so as a concept will never disappear just like the khilafa will never disappear in my mind the islamic hukum is in my mind in my brain in my heart in my concepts in my life in my soul but it's not there it's not on the ground and the jihad the jihad is in the look the the the, the, the people the muslims in, or the algerian muslims in france what's what has motivated them to stand up for palestine it's their love for islam and the concept of jihad which is engraved within their brains but it's not on the ground you need the khilafa state to organize the muslim ummah in all the fronts to secure all the borders of islam to secure all the wealth of islam to secure all the honor of the muslim women to secure all the children of islam to secure all the people that live in islamic boundaries not only the muslims without that that will not happen وما لكم لا تقاتلون في سبيل الله والمستضعفين من الرجال والنساء والولدان الذين يقولون ربنا أخرجنا من هذه القرية الظالمة. Why don't you stand up fighting in the cause of Allah عز وجل to protect the life of men, women and children المستضعفين the oppressed men, women and children who cry out that this world that we live in is absolutely oppressive and the persecution is beyond our limit to bear. Any more questions? Okay, I think we can uh, stop uh, this tonight unless the brother, the moderator, uh, has something uh, else. And uh, okay, the moderator uh, says you can end. So, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May Allah Azza wa Jal have this in your hasanat. May Allah Azza wa Jal increase your, uh, uh, your ability to work according to the, uh, your iman and belief in Allah Azza wa Jal. May Allah Azza wa Jal enable all of us and all the Muslims to establish the Khilafah of Islam on the path of the Prophethood so that we can carry all our tasks and liberate all our lands and people and uh, all our areas, our wealth, our ideas, our thoughts from all types of un-Islamic. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
May Allah Azza wa Jal accept your fasting and sadaqat fi sabilillah Azza wa Jal. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and seerah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.